Welcome to Manifesting 101. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everybody's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. You can find out all things, Kimberly Fitton, you can find out all the things. Get all the tools at KimberlyFitton.com. Some great stuff there. Uh, Free tools on YouTube. Uh, free tools on the site. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, you want more uh, access? Uh, I do weekly teachings uh, during our crew sessions in our fa- in our um, private Facebook group. You can find me there. It's the Mind Shift Crew. Um, if you don't want to join a private group, I go live on Facebook. Uh, I just go a little bit in depth there. So anyway, thank you. Hey y'all, y'all can hear the cranes or whatever birds are going on up there. Um, today is the first of uh, series about of inheritance. I'm going to be unlocking legalistic um, and religious constructs that have kept us believing that poverty is a standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly was always supposed to be. Normally, um, you guys know that this is a Christian podcast, right? I, I, it's not a secret. It's literally I I bring the understanding through the spirit of wisdom and knowledge and counsel regarding manifestation and the law of attraction manifestation, um, obliterating that and just pointing out the fact that yes, it does work. If you want to do that, I'm not going to yuck on your yum. Um, I just don't know about working harder. I'm not even going to paint it as something noble. Um, I just know that like when I base it off of biblical principles and, and, Christ concepts manifesting is super easy. I don't have to work as hard as law of attraction, nor do I operate in the spirit of perversion. And so look, that's what I'm, that's what I'm here to do. Literally. I, I just want y'all to know that though, I don't want it to be a secret, you know, you, not spoonful of sugar in it. I don't shove Jesus down your throat. I'm not going to yuck on your yum, no, nor argue with you or anything like that. I just present the truth and who has two thumbs and is powerful to disagree is you. Look at your thumbs. If you don't have two thumbs, I'm not trying to be shady. Point a finger at yourself and say, I'm powerful to disagree. Okay. Now I'm done. Now I'm done with that. (laughs) Now I'm done with that. I hope you're uh, having a beautiful week. Hope you're intentional about it. Um, Let's get into our 17 seconds of gratitude. This is the first in the series, uh, our inheritance series. Really wanted to do some more research and I'm, I was trying to like do it like in a couple of, uh, episodes, but, um, I'm just going to start and see where it takes us. If that's okay with y'all, it's going to give you some really amazing, uh, information. You're going to be set free. You're going to be enlightened. You're going to have aha moment and it's going to be totally cool. All right. For those of you, it's your first time listening. This is a really great episode to listen to for your first time and then go back and listen to them other seasons y'all like for real for real you don't want to miss those they're, they're really amazing um and let's get into our 17 seconds of gratitude 17 seconds of gratitude we always go over 17 seconds y'all know that gratitude gets us in the vein of great expectation to be tuned in tapped and turned on to the frequency of heaven to be discerning on who we should pour into who we should bless, who should bless us, what ideas we create. Like when we think and operate from a a lens of intentional gratitude and thankfulness, it just, it does something. So this morning I was in prayer and just intense worship hit me and I really felt the presence of God. 
And literally, this is all I could say at the top of my lungs. And I live by myself. Um, my neighbors, boy, I'm telling you, if they not saved by now, I don't know. I know my neighborhood heard me this morning. All I could yell at the top of my lungs was you are good. And when I think about it, like I'm going to try and get through the 17 seconds. When I really think about the goodness of God, like there is no one, nothing I love more. Literally, thank you for reaching way down and pulling me up. You're so good. You're so good. You're so intentional. And I'm grateful for that. I thank you. I thank you that you always bring good things to light. I thank you that you are the God that makes my dreams come true. I thank you that I have a suddenly and suddenly testimony that you did a million things for me suddenly. Thank you that it takes God in my life. Thank you for the divine. Thank you that in the blink of an eye, you make all things well. Thank you that you've taken away the spirit of not good enough. Thank you that you've changed my whole identity and you have built my confidence and my hope that stands firm in you. I can build a house on any foundation. I can. But no house will sustain that's not built upon you. And that's what I've learned. To build my hopes on things eternal. That's you. And I thank you. As always, we do way more than 17 seconds. And it feels so good. And we're in the right place. And we're in the right space. And now we get into it. Y'all ready? Listen, I would listen to this over and over and over again just to remind myself the basis of this teaching today, this discussion is Matthew 6 and 33. And I'll get into that in a second. Uh, It doesn't matter what version. It's basically the same. Um, It depends on how you exegete it. Looking at the word kingdom in Hebrew and Greek, Aramaic will be enlightening for you. Um... The difference between law of attraction and God's version of manifestation. So when you look in the Bible, when it mentions manifestation, I don't want to skip. Law of attraction talks about the power for you to change your whole world, your whole life by what you say. And what you say is shaped out of what you think. And what you think is shaped out of any trauma bonds or genetic history or you know, um, synapses in your brain that is controlled by memory and experiences. These are the same things, right? Which is why in the Bible it says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, because there's a healing in Christ Jesus in the mind. Um, law of attraction is centered around you, right? So think about it this way. I remember thinking I want to be rich because it was all about what I could do for me pay my bills, flying around the world, just having money, money, money. And I was, you know, I, I wanted that. And I started, you know, uh, before I started affirming for it, like I didn't, I mean, I thought about sharing with my family and then eventually I had a plan to bless others, but they were strangers. Um, it never crossed my mind, um, about the greater good. I just wanted it. And so even in relationships, I remember thinking about, I wanted, I'm just gonna be honest, you know, like I desired someone who was married at one time. And so, um, can you imagine me trying to manifest them? Like what? In law of attraction, right? Manifesting a specific person. Like what? What? Like they're literally with somebody else. They had kids. And here I am. Affirming. Like that's crazy. Listen, if you think it's sane, 
then you probably do You probably would do something shady like that right now. So understand that's law of attraction and that stuff does work and it is witchcraft, right? So like that's manifestation under law of attraction is operating out of your own power and doing it right. That's not the manifestation that the Bible is talking about. When the Bible talks about manifesting, it's about Christ manifesting himself or the truth manifesting itself. Look it up, look it up. So when I use Bible verses that talk about the power of our thoughts, of our words, that is true because it's coming out of our heart, the lev. And the Hebrew word for heart was the lev and it was the epicenter, right? Where everything flows from. So I'm not going to rush through it. I'm just going to break it down and wherever we end today is where we end today and I'll pick up uh, on the next episode. But when the Bible is talking about manifesting, it's really talking about manifesting the kingdom of God. Now, Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first, but seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. It's the all these things added. In order to get all the things added in our inheritance, our divine inheritance, you must first seek the kingdom of heaven. Now, imagine you were Prince Harry. Your name is Prince. Title is Prince. Your name is Harry. Prince has an expectation. It means that your father is the king. Um, I'm going to expect when I go out to eat with Prince Harry that he foot the bill. I don't care what decision him and Meghan Markle have made at this point. I don't care. I would still expect them to pay. Why? Because his title references his connection. And I don't know any kingdoms that are poor. King kingdom. There's a king in the kingdom that rules all the things. So as a prince, wherever I am, as Prince Harry, I carry the weight of my title given to me by the king. Are y'all getting it? Are y'all getting it? I know you are. I, I can see the light bulbs flashing over your head. Like, aha. All right, so Genesis 1 and 26 says God created us in his own. Um, he, he breathed life into us. He said, let there be um, turning to himself. And there was us. Genesis 1 and 27 says he created us in his own image. We're carrying the weight of his title, right? Of the king. We're carrying that weight in Christ Jesus because of what he did on the cross. Giving us inheritance that we cannot lose because we didn't earn. That means everywhere we go, we carry the weight of our title because of who we're connected to. In, in the Bible, here's what it says about manifestation. Are you ready? So Mark 11 and 24 and Matthew 21 and 22, whatever you ask when you pray, you shall receive. It doesn't mean whatever you ask, like you just pray, give me, give me, give me. No, there's a, there's a, an implied understanding that says, I'm going to pray to see what the Lord thinks about a thing and let his will be done. Look at the model Lord's prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I know that if I'm living in the kingdom as a child of the king, only good will come to me. This is, this is the root of what I say when I affirm 
my only my highest good comes to me. Hello, I'm the child of a king. That doesn't mean that there won't be moments of contrast, but you know, there is a cheat code. It's either this, the equivalent, or something better is coming to me. That's my inheritance. Matthew 7 and 7 is the ask, seek, and knock. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. If why, if it happens automatically when I ask why I got to seek for some things, and if it happens when I seek, then why do I have to knock for some things? There are three levels to manifestation. There are the asking, the seeking, and the knocking. Some things that we are waiting for, it's not a matter of if it's going to come. It's the processes that we must go through, the development that we must go through to have the integrity and the character to maintain what is being manifested in our lives and what is being manifested in our lives is kingdom. The kingdom has no lack. The kingdom has no boundaries. The only thing the kingdom needs is a yes from us, the people who carry the weight of the title so that the glory of the Lord can be established in the earth by what we create in our business, in our ideas, in our relationships, in our homes. Y'all get it? Y'all get it? I'm telling you, if I was teaching right now in front of a church, like there should be, I mean, give me an offering because I'm preaching like the rent is due. I'm teaching like the rent is due today. Uh, Luke 17 and 21 says the kingdom of heaven is within you. The purpose is to unlock it. I'm, I'm using these specific verses because the law of attraction has used these verses to say, see, all you got to do is ask. All you got to do is pray. And you don't really need God because he's within and you operate and that's what it is. No, that's a version. Remember, law of attraction is a perversion of the truth. If you, if, if you could do it on your own, you wouldn't need relationship. Kim, if I'm not a believer, I'm manifesting. I've done affirmations as work. You sure have. You sure have. And you're empty. <laughs> you're a hollow shell. You sure have. You struggle. You struggle with uh, self-concept and depression because you feel like something is missing because you have not obtained your higher self. Yes, you are God. Genesis 1, 26, 27. Yes, you are. You are. Yes, you have power. Yes, even if you're not conscious, you're still manifesting. Yes, and then there is a superpower. When someone comes into the consciousness of the of the weight of the title that they carry, so that when they open their mouth, they understand that they are decreeing. They are declaring the decree of the king in their life because they've been given dominion. And you cannot rule over what you will not accept. So the kingdom of heaven is within it's accessing, right? It's allow it's operating that Romans 12. I beseech you therefore brothers by the mercy of your, um, mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice unto him, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, I'd have to talk about that priestly sacrifice later in another, in another, um, session podcast episode, but when you present yourself, right? It is acknowledging that I bow down to the divine. As God, I become a co-laborer with him to operate in the earth that whatever I am a steward over, I will be a good steward and lean into his understanding his wisdom his might his knowledge his power his strength 
And that's where I become unstoppable because Ephesians 1 and 3 says that I am, I'm sorry, Ephesians 2, 5 through 6 says I'm seated with Christ. Like if you've ever seen a royal court, where are all the princes and princesses next to each other? And then there are passages that say that we are seated in Christ Jesus. So, and they're talking about different access points, just so you know. Um, Ephesians 1 and 3 says that we've been given every gift in heavenly realms because of our access to Christ Jesus. So like if we've been given every spiritual gift, why would our inheritance be one of begging? If I carry the weight of the title of a king's kid, why, why wouldn't this be my inheritance? Because it says, seek first the kingdom of God, that it would be established in all that I do, that it might win others. Like literally that's what this podcast is doing. It went from five listeners to over like literally over 60,000 and all the continents. It's because I decided to seek first the kingdom and then all things were added. I don't have a bill that's unpaid. My credit, I'm still getting up. I ain't got a bill that's unpaid. I don't have to worry about anything because I seek first the kingdom. It doesn't mean I don't have moments of contrast. I know the end. I know the cheat code. I know this was a lot that I added to y'all this morning, but we're going to carry on. We're going to carry on. Today, I want you to imagine yourself seated with Christ Jesus as a part of the royal lineage. And the prayers that you've been praying in hopes that God will answer about a bill, about a house, about clothes, about car. I'm not saying that these are frivolous things. They are things. They It is legit. But remember, Jesus said, take no thought. And here's why. Because if if the father cares to dress the lilies of the field who who ask for nothing, right? And even us being wicked. That's what he says in the Bible. Even us being wicked, give good gifts to our children. Like how much more am I going to give to you? And the Lord loves us like deeply. So we, he looks at us and he sees himself. Genesis one and 26 through 27. He looks at us and sees himself. He's not us. You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you start to pick yourself apart, say what you hate. This ain't that he looks at you. And looks and sees himself. He looks at you and smiles and dances and spins wildly around. Type it. He shouts at the top of his lungs, whatever those look like in a deity. (laughs) And rejoices when he looks at you. It's literally a Bible verse, y'all. Google it. You do Google everything else. He looks at you and sees himself. Walk in that today. Whatever you do, wherever you go, wherever your funky feet step into. You better go be great. Embrace your inheritance. It's yours. Believe that it is done. Pray that the kingdom of God manifest in your life. Seek first the kingdom. And all these things will be added to you. I love y'all. This episode blessed you. You can go ahead and hit the Venmo if you wanted to. Cash out. You know, I'm drinking tea. Pulling back on the caffeine again. Um... You want to trade, you know, on the word, that's cool. That's up to you. You know, all, all the spaces to, um, cash up can really fit in all one word, um, capital K capital F, um, on, uh, PayPal it's kfitten 88 at gmail.com. That's the email address for PayPal. Um, y'all can find me. You type in Kim Fitton, Kimberly Fitton on Venmo. You can find me there. Listen, I love y'all. 
We need to meet up though. Hey, if you are not busy tonight, we're having the prayer clinic. You can find it at KimberlyFit.com and still sign up. You get your prayer toolkit um, and a bunch of other stuff. Me and my praying friends, we're going to walk people through intimacy. It's going to be a fun time. That is tonight, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Find out more at KimberlyFitton.com. And if you want to go, you can email me at info at KimberlyFitton.com and be like, sign me up, Kim. All right, y'all. Love ya.